0: Which we could do if we were back at home instead of running through the bowels of the city because we lost the most powerful object we'd ever invented. Who's this we that you're talking about? I invented the pen. And then you lost it. And that's not the only thing you lost. I wouldn't be so proud of myself if I were you. I'm not proud of myself, the professor snapped. Also, something to celebrate, signed the answer hand. The professor was astonished that something that didn't even have its own face "'could achieve such magnificent sarcasm. "'At least we know the crows have the pen,' said the professor. "'I told you who had the pen, "'but that's not going to help much "'if we can't get to them "'before they do something stupid. "'You know how they are about shiny things.' I think you need to reconsider my plan. It's too complicated. It it will never work. Besides, you also told me that the book is in the library. It's safe. Is it? said the hand. Of course it is, the professor huffed. Nobody can awaken the book unless they use the pen, and then only if they write precisely the correct thing. "'Only if the pen wants it to happen, and the odds of that are—' fifteen trillion to one,' the hand said. "'See? Impossible!' "'For once, the answer hand didn't answer. "'Thoughtfully, it rubbed its thumb and middle finger together. "'Then—' "'In this city, nothing is impossible.' For example, take a look behind you. The professor turned to see a large, dark figure moving obscenely fast through the tunnel. The figure wasn't flying. He was walking briskly on the side of the tunnel, his body perfectly parallel to the wet floor. As the professor watched, the figure strode around to the top of the tunnel so that he was walking upside down. How does he keep his trench coat from flopping around his ears? The answer hand asked. I thought you knew the answer to everything, the professor said. I don't know the answer to that. You're scaring me, said the professor. It's about time. The budgie stopped twittering. Some of the cats began to growl. Is he afraid of cats? The professor asked, hopefully. No, signed the answer hand. Not even a little. Darn, whispered the professor. Things were getting out of control, thought Mr. Fuss. And Mr. Fuss didn't like when things were out of control. What made Mr. Fuss fussy? Messes, troubles, unruliness, vexation, or chaos. In short, Mr. Fuss didn't like fuss. Odd, then, that he had chosen to live and work in this vast and sparkling city, this city at the center of the universe, the city that was the very definition of messes, troubles, unruliness, vexation, and chaos. Odder still, that it was his job to tidy things up. What we do for money thought Mr. Fuss. He could see the little man with his ridiculous green hair and his pathetic army of felines up ahead. Good! One thing he could cross off his list for the day. As Mr. Fuss walked, he pulled his day planner and a tiny pencil from his pocket. He read through his list. Number one, Bull in China Shop. Number two, Runaway Carousel Horses. Number three, Magic Pretzels for Sale.